Hey everyone, welcome to the Life with Leva podcast, where we talk about mental health, conspiracy theories, sexuality, feminism, and gender. More specifically, today we're going to be talking about being transgender at the age of 14. Uh, with me today is my younger brother, Grayson. Grayson came out to us as transgender a few years ago and has been living as a boy ever since. Hello, um, I'm Grayson, I'm 14, and um, I'm, I'm a freshman in high school. And, uh, I, yeah, I'm transgender, female to male. Awesome. So, um, I know the answer to most of these questions because I'm your sister. Yeah. Uh, but I think it's good to express these opinions and experiences out into the world so we can help any other underage transgender people out there. Um, so let me ask you a few questions and we'll just get started. Um, were you nervous to come out to, uh, your teachers and students? Um, yes, I think anybody would be in, like, just generally, and, um, it's not more of a fact as, like, they won't accept you, it's just, like, it's, it's a, it's, depending on different people, it's a different subject to bring up, because you can't just look at someone and know their beliefs on everything, so whenever you do tell someone, it's like, you know, you're kind of just, pulling out random cards, not really know what, you, what you're doing and hoping that the person understands what you're talking about. Um, right. With teachers, it's better because teachers have been around longer. And people might think, oh, it's the students because, you know, they're born in this age, so they'll be more accepting. But um, I've found that more teachers come to understand and take the time to understand more than um, students. Students are very you know it's it's yeah it's a mixed bag i think yeah it um it also depends like where you come from and like you know generally with like schools or you know public places you visit very frequently for my school um there's a lot of the same kind of people and so it's either they don't really care or they'll 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 make some side comments or opinions about it but um, come to my attention, I've actually found at least 10 or more female-to-male transgender people at my school. Oh, wow. Yeah, and I know one who has actually had top surgery and has been on oh, hormones. Oh, wow. <laughs> it's, it's pretty cool. But, um, yeah, yeah, that's, that, that's basically the whole anxiety thing about it. Right, yeah, I can imagine. Was it, like, was it what you were expecting when you told people? Um, it actually wasn't on so many different levels. I thought that, um, cause I, I had come out in middle school and with the teachers that I thought would be more accepting about it weren't. And the teachers who I thought maybe they weren't going to be accepting of it were the most accepting. It's like, mm -hmm. it's very mixed and like, I don't know. Um, it's, it's very, uh, it's very iffy. You can't, it's, it's one of those things you can't really guess, but you right. have to figure out once you do it. And once you do it, there's no going back. So you can't be like, ha you know, just kidding. Uh, goodbye. <laughs> right. Um, what has been your, like, by far worst experience with it? Um, my worst experience so far with being transgender was, um, middle school was fine. I didn't have a lot of um, bad experiences in there. And I think that's just because, you know, there's 
in middle school, you're more kind of babied because it's like the middle of elementary and high school. So they, you know, they tone yeah. down some things. But with high school, I think my worst experience so far was um, bathroom issues. And with transgender people, you know, they use the bathroom that, you know, they want to use. So um, a male to female person would use a female's restroom because they're a female. And, um, you know, a female to male person would use male bathroom, you know, etc. Um, I generally avoided the topic of using the restrooms just because um, I didn't feel comfortable <laughs> in general. And, and you knew it would be a shitstorm yeah. pretty much. And so um, I told myself at the beginning of the year, I was like, you know what? We're just going to avoid all use of like public restrooms. <laughs> um, <laughs> but one day I really had to use the restroom. And I had went up personally to my theater teacher. And this is one of those things where it's like, you try to guess on how the person feels about it. Um, and I thought that my theater teacher would be um, more understanding, I guess. And I was like, um, you know, do you, is there any gender neutral bathrooms or do you know of that I could use? Like, could I use the nurse's restroom? And she was like, well, honey, what were you born with? And I told her, I'm oh. a biological female. And she knows that I was transgender because I had briefly explained it to all of my teachers in the beginning of the year. And she was like, well, Mm -hmm. why don't you take Morgan, which is another student in the theater class, to go with you to the female's restroom and she can look inside of all of them to make sure there's no females in there. So I had walked around for 15 minutes with this girl named Morgan by my side, looking in every single women's restroom in the building to make sure there were no females in them. (laughs) and while on like the way to the restrooms she stopped by and hung out with like five of her female friends and just said oh um this is Grayson I'm just taking her to the restroom and Uh... at the time I had started filling in my facial hair because um that's just you know one of the things I like to do and they all stared at me and looked at me like I was crazy (laughs) so (laughs) Um, I remember going into the restroom and then a storm of females came in and, um, let me just say that's, you know, if you have a transgender friend and there's an issue that comes with this, just don't do that ever. <laughs> just things like that. <laughs> yeah. It's not good, but that's, that's one of the worst experiences I've had. And I'm kind of glad that it's the worst because I know that, you know, everywhere else there's like way worse things that could be happening so yeah um what about the best experience you've had um let me think like in high my best experience would probably be um I got called into the principal's office and um in my school they make us wear student IDs so I think that's like a thing with all schools and it's just a you know, identify, like, who you are, and make sure yeah. you're not, like, a random person walking around in the halls. And um, my ID had said the name given to me at my birth, and it's Ned Grayson. <laughs> and um, it, our ID had to be visible in, like, the names and the pictures and stuff because it, like, had, you know, our student ID, a little barcode so that you could scan it. You know, just, you couldn't flip it over. Yeah. So I was forced to wear it. And, you know, people would call me that and it would make me extremely uncomfortable. And I had 
you know, I, I tried to verbalize this to, like, the front office saying, hey, you know, could I get, like, an ID with this name on it? And I got told a lot that, you know, it wouldn't happen. And Jasmine actually mm-hmm. plays a part in this. She sent an email to my teachers. <laughs> yeah. And I got called to the principal's office. I was walking down. I was like, oh, God, what did I do? It's been the first week of school, and I'm already, like, dead, dead in trouble. So I get called in the principal's office, and she's like, so I received an email from your sister. And I was like, oh, dear Jesus, what did it say? <laughs> and um, I had gotten a student ID with my preferred name on it. And not only that, that, you know, made me feel amazing. She gave me a list of gender-neutral single-use bathrooms uh, in the school. Oh, wow. Um, Turns out there's a lot, so thanks, Morgan. But That's awesome. um, She gave me a list of all of the gender-neutral bathrooms, like a map. Um, Not only Mm -hmm. that, but she had said if there were any periods that I would like to change because of, you know, being uncomfortable in that I would be able to. And she said that um, she, that <laughs> she she had mentioned in the email that had been referred um, that I had tried to get into some male classes like male dance or you know, like gendered yeah. classes and I wasn't allowed in the male ones because I was female. And she said, "I just want to let you right now. I just want to let you know right now that you can go into the male classes. So if you also want to change those classes in the second semester, you can." So, oh, yeah, wow. um, I was, you know, given all of these amazing things, and it made me feel really nice. And on the way back to my class, wearing my new ID, getting the groove on, I got called Mr. Smoot. So that put, like, the icing <laughs> on the cake. I was like, all right, good way to start the day, you know what I mean? So that's probably oh, that's so that's, that's the best experience I've had, and, you know, it's little moments like those yeah. that just kind of like they they give me hope. So, yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Um, so like I know that some of your friends that you had in middle school transferred over to the friends you have now yeah. in high school. Um, was it like difficult for them to adjust whenever you came out as transgender to them? Like, did they have a hard time? Um, with it? this is gonna sound surprising to Jasmine, but. My best friend, who I've hung out with for, I, I think, like, three, four years now, uh, Kaya, has, was actually um, one of my friends who it took the most to adjust to. Um, yeah. Really? At first, for, like, the first two weeks of me coming out, my friend Kaya did not call me Grayson or he or him. And um, mm-hmm. she told me she was, like, um, that... She was still warming up to it, and she was, like, um, I had lived, she, she explained, like, you know, her backstory or whatever, and as to, like, why it's hard, and, you know, that didn't make me angry or anything, like, I didn't be, like, oh, you know, like, I, I wasn't angry at it, because, you know, I know how hard it is for people to adjust, but, um, it took my friend, Kaya, at least, like, a month to, like, really start getting in the hang of it, um, my other friends, it it took them three hours max to remember everything. And, right. And I was actually extremely surprised. I was met with a lot of love. And now, now that I'm in high school, everyone, like, no one even knows my previous name. 
So, you know, it's pretty nice. And yeah, yeah awesome. it's really cool. Um, but it's, it's like there are people who are, like, listening and it they're having struggles with people who are like, you know, oh, no one's warming up to it yet. It's very difficult for them to adjust what do I do. It's just just time and patience. And, like, I know how hard it is to just want to punch someone in the face because they're just like, yeah, but it makes me uncomfortable to call you that. Like, I've been their sister. I'm sorry. <laughs> but um, just, just patience and a smile and if all this fails, you know, and, you know, you're feeling kind of not manly, I'm just kind of specifying trans guys here, just take a bottle of mm-hmm. mascara and put a mustache on. It works every time. I'm just, wow, so manly. <laughs> Look at this, you know. Right. Um, so, do you think um, you're at a disadvantage because of your age? Um. Yes. I think that Younger people, generally teenagers, who come out as anything, who are like, you know, oh, I'm, you know, I'm gay, or, you know, they're like, oh, I'm bisexual, or they're like, oh, I'm trans. I feel like that not a lot of us are taken seriously, and mm-hmm. it maybe it's because adults are used to um, young people going through, you know, quote-unquote phases, or they're used to, you know, young people not knowing exactly because they haven't been around that long. And um, I would just, I would just like for all young or youth LGBTQ plus people to be taken seriously. <laughs> like, yeah, you know, I wouldn't feel that, that uh, I wouldn't feel that I have a disadvantage if, people would really sit down and be like, okay, this is a serious thing. And if, if it was a phase and the very small chance that, you know, anything was a phase and a person comes up to you and they're like, oh, I'm this, and they change later on, it should still be taken seriously. I mean, that's what builds character. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, that's, yeah, sometimes I do feel it as if I were at a disadvantage also because it's really hard it's harder to get like you know LGBT resources as a youth because Mm. you know you're not 18 yet so you don't really have all of this openness to be like oh I have a car I can drive places like a gender therapist well right and you depend on your parents a lot which some of us don't have exactly you know, accepting parents and won't allow us to have those resources. So, yeah, there's definitely a disadvantage at being youthful. Um, do you think it can have its perks? Though? It does definitely have its perks. It's, um, as a youth being LGBT, you have a very wide look on the world around you. And not only that, but... Um, like I said, you don't really have, like, a lot of grown-up outlets, so, like, you don't really have a car, and you don't really have, you know, responsibilities, which can be a disadvantage, but you could also use it as an advantage. Um, not having adult 
responsibilities, but, you know, being in high school, you could typically mm-hmm. have more fun. <laughs> and, like, yeah, um, I just feel like you don't stress as much. And, you know, I mean, you do stress because there's, you know, there's tra- being trans isn't fun. But there are moments as a youthful person where you, you have an open mind, you have a better mind, and... You know, you're just you're just generally a kid, and being a kid is cool because kid time, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, do you think that you would have a different experience with being transgender in college than than instead of high school? Um, you would definitely have a different experience, and I think that's because college is like, you know, okay, you're 18 now, get it together, you know. And, right. <laughs> you know, there's not really, I mean, there is room for, you know, some, like, messing around and fun because. That... Well, yeah, there's all kinds of college parties and yeah. stuff. <laughs> um, but I've heard more, um, and since I'm not in college because <laughs> I'm 14, um, I've heard more story, more bad experiences in college with being transgender than good ones. And. Mm. I'm not exactly sure why, but you could you you definitely have different experiences being in college and high school because you know you're way older, four years older. Um, Got more freedom, I guess. Yeah, you have you know you have a car sooner. Um, classes are different. I know classes are different, and yeah. you depending on what kind of college or university you go to, you'd stay with someone in a room, which could be an advantage or disadvantage with trans people because some trans people be like, I don't want anyone to know. So it's going to be pretty hard to, you know, kind of be myself in front of another person when I don't want them to know, you know, these things. And but at the same time, it can have advantages because that person could also coincidentally be the same thing, and just yeah, right. Um, do you think that being transgender has forced you to grow up in a way? Definitely, and I think it's because um, this is this does not apply to every single trans person because there's so many different like pathways you could walk with being transgender but with me typically it's like I want to grow up and I want to have these things you know that happened to guys whenever they grow up so being transgender my mind just kind of like physically forces myself to try to get there because it doesn't know how to get there naturally because I'm not naturally born that way so it's like, okay, we need to find ways to grow up and catch up with all these other people because they're growing up without you. And so, you know, I'm just like, I'm like running, trying to catch up to all these people. And, you know, it's, right. it's a lot. But yeah, <laughs> that's, that's basically, I don't know if that makes sense or not, but, and, no, yeah. And like, go and, feeling this way about yourself has made like makes you realize a lot which makes you realize I gotta you know get 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 my big boy pants on and like be a man and you know (laughs) do all these things 
in any way that you take it, you know, it can be growing up metaphorically or physically or mentally or educationally. I don't know. You want to be a, want to be a professor, go for it, you know? Yeah. Uh, Do you think that being young and transgender has kind of affected the way that you like express yourself through like clothing and makeup and stuff like that? Yeah, totally. That, that's kind of like another, I guess, perk of being young is that um, you don't really, I don't, you're just more open and um, traditionally boy things. Yes, I wear traditionally boy things all the time, but don't we all? You know, there's like <laughs> right. there's girls at my school who wear flannel shirts all the time. They wear, you know, sometimes they wear suits on Fridays if they feel classy. I um I know a guy who he I've never spoken to him. I've only noticed him because his backpack is this like this very aesthetic um pastel flower backpack everything Mm -hmm. about him is masculine except his backpack and i'm just like (laughs) what led you to choose that backpack and i'm just like the amount of not caring that you possess while wearing this backpack makes me have a sense of comfort that's you know being young you you can experiment with things and you know i'll roll up to school one day wearing a a jojo siwabo like it's it's open, you know, and people don't really question you either. I've noticed that more adults have questioned my actions more than um, students. I'll, I'll roll up, and I, ha- I had a bow in today. It's a very tiny little, like, tied rainbow bow, mm-hmm. and I wore it. And I got tons of compliments. They're like, I like your bow, and I'm like, thanks. And, you know, it's... But it, it can definitely have an effect on the way you can express yourself because I feel like you don't feel limited because you have so many options and you know you want to you want to wear some eyeliner go want to wear tux go for it nothing's off limit (laughs) advantage young people have is that Yeah. <laughs> um, so, how does being trans affect your friendships? Like, has anybody kind of just, like, left because you came out as trans? There is, um, there are people who, once they figured out that I was trans, yeah. Um, it's either that or they just, they wouldn't care about the you know, they wouldn't care about the friendship. They would just care about asking me extremely personal questions. Um, ah. Which, you know, it's kind of, un- you know, it- it's unsettling. Because, you know... You- it's like, why do they care so yeah, much? Yeah. You know? Um, what, you know, what what happened? What's in my pants? And, you know, what I was biologically born as? You wouldn't ask, you know, a person who didn't say they were transgender that. I wouldn't ask you that because I don't care, you know? Yeah. You know, what I do with my, you know, it's my body. What I do with it doesn't really have to affect you. So, you know. Exactly. But, um, 
there are a couple people who, you know, friendships, they definitely do get affected. And I know some people who treat me differently now that I say, you know, once I say that I'm a boy. Um, Mm -hmm. And that could be a good thing because they're like, oh, well, then I'll treat you as one of the boys, you know? And then that could also be a bad thing because they could also just not care about, you know, what my personality is, but except for the fact that, you know, I say I'm a boy. Right. Um, do you think it has affected your romantic relationships? Um, uh, oh my gosh, you have no idea. Um, I think that it's... Um, Romantic relationships, it's difficult to be in a relationship whenever you are transgender. Not only because Mm -hmm. you're a youth, but because you don't like yourself. (laughs) Um, I have always had a fear that anybody that I say, hey, I like you, would you like to date me? That person says yes. And let's say that by the very shortest shot, we stick it out you know, for a while. And once I start taking hormones and my body starts changing and, you know, I start being more masculine, that person is suddenly not attracted to me anymore. That is a, right. the most biggest fear of mine, that the second that I change and the second that, you know, my physical appearance has been modified and you know, I have all the things that I want, that person is like, oh, you know, I liked you before as this thing, why are you this thing now? And, right. um, especially with, like, roles in a relationship, it's like, um, typically, guys are, you know, the leaders, they're like, oh, you know, I will take this girl out. Um, and there are some situations where, People have treated me as the woman role or the submissive role, and I'm just like, oh, I don't, I don't like this because I'm supposed to be taking you out, sir. <laughs> right. It, it's definitely yeah. has affected the you know romantic things because I'll be like, you know, oh, this person is really nice and stuff, but I wonder how they'll react whenever, you know, they figure out that I have to go through all of this hormone treatment that I want or go through top surgery and all this it's mm-hmm. it's you know it's kind of discouraging because you know and because and, and I'm different yeah um so how do you deal with people who are transphobic like do you tell them off or do you just kind of ignore them um well I try to understand because I don't want to be like them and just because I don't understand something, I bash it. So I, I try to understand. <laughs> I think that's the biggest thing. Mm. It's like, you know, um, if a person is, it's, there's, a, there's a big difference. If a person is transphobic just because they don't like it and they don't want to understand it, I might be mm-hmm. violent. <laughs> um, not violent, but, you know, I might snap back. And it's, you know... It's it's just like a, it's kind of an impulse thing. I mean, if somebody were telling you off and saying all these things about you that hurt you, it's like, you know, just one of those things where you just do it. But if yeah. somebody was unintentionally 
hurting other people with their words because they didn't understand something, I would try to understand so I could let them understand so that there's nothing mixed in translation, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Um, because the last thing I want to do is yell at someone or, you know, be angry at somebody. Right. And that may not apply to all people. Some people may want to just get straight to the point and start yelling. But with me, I feel like, you know, the last thing I want to do is add more, like, gas to the fire. So, you know, yeah. I'll sit down with someone and be like, hey, you know, just do you want to talk about it? Do you want to let me know? <laughs> But yeah. Um, so we kind of talked about this in the beginning. Do you think that the younger generations have an easier time accepting the LGBTQA plus community than like older generations such such as the, the baby boomer generation? Um, it honestly from being around different kinds of teenagers and different kinds of adults. It's very different, like, it's very, you know, you never know what you're going to kind of get. I found that um, a lot of the teachers at my school are accepting, and a lot of them have even helped me in trying to be like, hey, you know, are you having struggles with this? Because I can help you with that. Um, But then there's also kids at my school who don't accept it and who are weirded out by it or who don't understand and so they snap at it kind of thing um i find that it's it's very um mixed you you know in my area there's a lot of people who accept you know and it could be younger Mm -hmm. generations older generations um it really depends on what people are told whenever they're growing up and you know right it's it's very uh very confusing but i will say i have met some very openly lgbt students at my school there's um actually fun fact there's a gsa club which is gay straight alliance club yeah they they had that club when i when i went to yeah that school. it's you know there's like a whole community i guess so mm-hmm. you know that's that's basically the scoop of it. Yeah, I think the uh, the area that we're both from is pretty open and accepting of it. Yeah. Uh, thankfully. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so now I'm going to just kind of ask you some questions that I think will be good for you to reflect on okay. in the future when you're a little bit older. Um, so what kind of advice would you give your younger self um just i i know it's confusing now and i know you're like still trying to figure yourself out because dang i was a weird kid but um (laughs) just do just do what you need to to be happy and don't care so much about what other people say because you're a kid and you know Whenever it's time, you'll learn that, you know, people will say things and they'll try to hurt you with them. And you need to learn now that you just don't care. Do not care. But, um, <laughs> oh, that was a voice crack. Oh, okay, sorry. <laughs> but, um, yeah, that's like, yeah, just don't care about what other people say. 
just try to figure yourself out. You're still young, you know. High school is hard. You're kind of a little bit, but it's okay because we're getting better. <laughs> okay. Um, and what's something that you don't want your older self to forget? Um, I don't want my older self to forget the hard things that I went through with transitioning. And I think that the first thing that I would want to do when I'm older and I finally, you know, have all the surgeries that I want and I have all the hormones that I want, I think the first thing I'd want to forget is how difficult it was to get through high school and seeing, you know, guys going through puberty and me being stuck. Um, But I, I think it's very important to remember the fact that you struggled because you can appreciate, you know, the things that you've earned whenever you grow up and you finally get those things. And you mm-hmm. learn to, you learn, you, you learn to say, you know, I went out, I went so long without having this and I finally have it. And, you know, reflecting back and being like, wow, that was so tough, but now I finally have it. I'm so grateful that I do, you know. Right. Okay. Well, I think that's all the questions I have. All right. <laughs> so I, I think that wraps it up on the first official podcast, uh, Life with Leva. Uh, I, I totally forgot to introduce myself at the beginning, but my name is Jasmine and I am the main host. And for the rest of the episodes and probably every episode from here on, I'm going to have somebody on uh, with me talking about, you know, various things, mental health, sexuality, gender and all that fun stuff. So, um, yeah, I guess we'll see you next time. Why don't you say goodbye, Grayson? See you later. All right. Goodbye. (laughs) Okay. Well, I think that's all the questions I have. All right. (laughs) So I I think that wraps it up on the first official podcast, uh, Life with Leva. Uh, I, I totally forgot to introduce myself at the beginning, but my name is Jasmine and I am the main host. And for the rest of the episodes and probably every episode from here on, I'm going to have somebody on uh, with me talking about, you know, various things, mental health, sexuality, gender, and all that fun stuff. So, um, yeah, I guess we'll see you next time. Why don't you say goodbye, Grayson? See you later. All right. Awesome. Goodbye. <laughs>